Support for Switched On Pop comes from VibeCheck. If you need more of my friend Sam Sanders in your life, then you'll want to check out his new pod called VibeCheck. Each week, Sam and his two best friends, writer Saeed Jones and journalist and producer Zach Stafford, make sense of what's going on in the news and culture, from foreign policy to how to heal from a breakup. Every Wednesday, they check the vibe of what's going on in the world and how it all feels. It's like your favorite group chat come to life. Listen to and follow Vibe Check wherever you get your podcasts. You're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Welcome to Switched on Pop. I'm Nate Sloan. And I'm Charlie Harding. And today we be counting up. Watch how far the bands go. We just set a goal, talking matching Lambos. Charlie, good to hear your voice. You too. It's been a while. Too long. All the listeners, all the loyal listeners have switched on pop out there. Apologies for the delay. Some interesting things have happened in our absence. There's some new names on the charts. Surprising one. What's at number three on the charts right now? So we've got Fetty Wap with Trap Queen. Say that five times fast. <laughs> Fetty Wap Trap Queen. Fetty Wap Trap Queen. Fetty Wap Trap Queen. Totally back. <laughs> You know, a lot of people are predicting this as a song of the summer, which is actually over almost a year old at this point, but has just risen to the scenes. I think it would be good to uh, go in and take a listen. I'm like, hey, what's up? Hello. Since you're pretty, pretty soon as you came in the door. I just want to chill. Got a sack for us to roll. Married to the money. Introduced her to my stove. Showed her how to whip and now she remixing for low. She my trap queen. Let her hit the bando. We be counting up. I must say, when I first heard the song, I was like, okay, like, maybe not a lot going on here. It seems really repetitive. Yeah. Not that it isn't repetitive. It is incredibly repetitive. Right. But it almost becomes this sort of, like, zen repetition, intoning a mantra, perhaps. Before we get too deep into the song, do you want to just give us a little background on where this is coming from and why maybe it's a very atypical contender for Song of the Summer? Yeah. So what, again, we were totally unfamiliar, I think like most of America, with Fetty Wap or Fetty Wap, a rapper from Patterson, New Jersey, who lost his left eye at a young age to uh, glaucoma, now wears an ocular prosthetic. Trap Queen was a song that he 
wrote and produced independently and then got picked up by a small label and then got picked up by a bigger label and now has slowly climbed up the charts to emerge at number three. So this is a real sort of rags to riches ascent here. It's so different from mass manufactured pop songs, which are intentionally marketed and pushed out there with a, a machine of of labels working behind the tune. I, I recently read that one of Rihanna's songs cost over a million dollars just to get it on the charts. This seems to have happened much more naturally. Wow, that is staggering. <laughs> I know. Fetty Wap is not Rihanna, no. clearly. No. This is, yeah, this is like straight from the streets to the charts somehow. Its identity is sort of in between these two genres mm. like it's two it's two like subgenres of of hip-hop r&b colliding right the drug anthem and the the romantic anthem are happening at the same time yeah exactly okay so on the surface i think lots of elements of this song are familiar and very much grounded in the world of hip-hop right we have these jittery electronic drums you have the auto-tuned vocals. There's a lot which is familiar. And if you look at the opening vamp of the of the song, which is going from a in between two different chords, both minor chords, between A minor and E minor. The exact same vamp as Dr. Dre's Still Dre. So for me, what they're doing here is they're grounding you in in the like, oh, you're listening to a hip hop song. It's t- entirely in that darker side, the minor key. On top of that, that oscillating minor harmony is a very major melody. And as you were saying about the melody, it's super repetitive, right? It's just drilling that earworm in so that you can't forget it. And he, what he's doing here is he's just singing a C major triad, the three notes of the C major chord. So in the harmony, the chords underneath, we have this going back and forth, vamping on this minor element. Right. While he's singing, supposedly, something major. Right. Which feels a lot like this dual reference of being both a drug song and a love song. Having these minor harmonies underneath a very simple major melody introduces uh, an ambiguity to the song that wouldn't be there otherwise. Like, Charlie, what if we reharmonized this song as with major key harmonies? I think we could turn it into a, a really beautiful folk song. Yeah, or a really saccharine and anodyne pop song. <laughs> so I'm I'm 
Yeah, I'm 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 sold on that. These minor harmonies underneath this repetitive major melody uh, sort of mirrors the the darkness and light of this trap scene that the protagonists find themselves in. What about the chorus? Does that musical relationship change at all? Fundamentally, what happens in the next part of the song is that the melody and the chords switch places. Okay. <laughs> take take me through that. This is exciting. Support for Switched On Pop comes from Vibe Check. If you were an Intuit fan and you are missing Sam Sanders, then have no fear. He's back with another great pod called Vibe Check. Each week, Sam and his two best friends, writer Saeed Jones and journalist and producer Zach Stafford, make sense of what's going on in the news and culture from Elon Musk and foreign policy to how to heal from a breakup to Usher's Super Bowl halftime show. They check the vibe of what's going on in the world and how it all feels. They're currently doing a series called Hey Sis, where they're highlighting the compelling stories of black women and their achievements. They're being joined by special guests Regina King, Audie Cornish, Raquel Willis, and more. Vibe Check is your favorite group chat come to life. You can join the Weekly Kiki every Wednesday. Listen to and follow Vibe Check wherever you get your podcasts. Can't believe Sam made me say Kiki. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Okay, so earlier we had these this minor vamping chords going back and forth between an A minor and an E minor. While the voice was outlining this beautiful major tonality, the C major. Now, all of a sudden, what changes is the chords switch and they start to have more of a major tonality. They start vamping back and forth from the A minor to G, which is a a major, more happy sound. More in the world of romance and pop songs, perhaps. While his melody, the words that he's singing, all of a sudden drop down from the C major chord to the A minor chord. And so where he was singing in that sort of happy, romantic realm, all of a sudden now we've switched down to the minor, sadder, darker realm. Whoa, okay. So the so the the ambiguity is maintained, but by reversing the the major and minor positions of harmony and melody. That's exactly correct. Huh. Okay, Fetty Wap. <laughs> yeah, right? I like that. I like that. Yeah. He's playing with it. He's, he really is sort of playing with our expectations here. Are we in a minor tonality? Are we in a major tonality? Are we... Yeah. Is this a song about drugs? Is this a song about romance? What, what is this? And for me, he answers that question for just a moment. And in the chorus, there's this, there's this part where the vamp back and forth all of a sudden resolves. goes up and up and and then it hits a C major. And so 
where we had been using the same chord progression as Dre, all of a sudden we've gone to C major. Like C major is the is like the happy pop song key. So there is a moment where music, where the harmony and the melody both sort of say the same thing, as it were. Yeah, ex- exactly. Both uh, both agree to be major for a moment. Both agree that you know this. There is a beautiful romance happening here. Yeah, and I think, and I think on that note, the other thing that really stands out about this song is is something we've kept coming back to is the repetition, right? Right. Like the melody repeats itself over and over again in the verse, and then and we have a new melody in the chorus, but then that repeats itself over and over again. And these are like tiny, just scraps of melody, really. Yeah, just like three and a half notes, basically. Right. Yeah, and then so three and a half notes for the. Uh, for the verse da 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 and then uh just two more notes are introduced for the chorus da 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 so really the entirety of this song is made up of uh five and a half notes i guess <laughs> which is like kind of a remarkable exercise in economy of composition and and minimalist means yeah absolutely and it's uh, that, that that half a note would be just sort of a, a passing note something which we don't really land on and the entire pitch content of this melody is just six or sorry five and a half notes that's pretty impressive one could easily say that oh they don't know what they're doing this is a uh um this is bad songwriting. Someone could say, oh, this is too simple. Yeah, he doesn't even use the flat six anywhere in this melody. <laughs> what a shame. Golly, good boy. <laughs> I don't know who I was making fun of there. <laughs> it sounds like some uh, uh, cartoon character of a musicologist. Yeah. In, a, in, in Paul Simon's compositions, he likes to try and use all 12 tones sometimes. <laughs> Betty Whip only uses five and a half. <laughs> what is the name of this character? Dr. Nicholas J. Poopinwickle. Ooh, yeah. Don't want him as a professor. Yeah, and he wears a tweed jacket <laughs> with elbow patches and smokes a pipe. It's funny because the only person I can picture in my mind right now is you. <laughs> oh, it is me. It is me. That's my online pseudonym and now everyone knows. Um, Dr. Nicholas J. Poopinwickle. <laughs> my cover is blown. So, <laughs> anyway... <laughs> I think that this is super cool. For me, this is not bad songwriting because there's a deliberate shift of of context, even within this incredibly simple melody. Right? He's he you know, as we're showing, it's going back from major and minor and and constantly having us question, where are we? Yeah, okay. And I think that draws us in as listeners, makes us want to hear more. Even though what's happening on the surface might be simple, the relationship of these different structural pieces is really compelling. Yeah, absolutely. Even though that melody is so simple, it's changing. Something underneath is changing. Those chords underneath are changing just enough to to hold our interest. I'm thinking about 
the meaning of all this repetition now. Right. And first of all, there's a lot of variation in it. Like he's not singing the exact same melody every time. There's slight variations in in I mean the overall contour of that phrase remains the same. But, you know, how many times he'll sing the first note versus the second note changes every time. So it gives it a slightly different melodic and rhythmic emphasis. One could argue that he's not even both his melodic and rhythmic execution is kind of all over the place. Fetty Wap even says uh, you don't really got to rap no more. You just say the verse with a swag now. He said that on Twitter. <laughs> no way. <laughs> That's exactly what gives this song its emotional power is a certain uh maybe casualness and detachment almost but that in in a, in an inverse way makes it feel so much more real and intimate than some carefully crafted in a swedish studio <laughs> lab uh pop summer romantic anthem would be you know like right where where the this just this just hits you in a very direct way yeah absolutely i mean if you tried to sing this song straight if you just tried to sing it exactly on the beat exactly with the notes it would be unbearably repetitive but by introducing some personality to it it feels real you know there's a certain rhythmic repetition here too the way the song starts with the bop 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 that rhythm basically continues through the whole song, but in, in with some subtle changes, like when it gets to the chorus, those high uh, synthesizers disappear, and instead that rhythm gets picked up by the bass. Huh. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, so it's just huh. like this subtle, like that rhythm just glides from the upper strata of the pitch spectrum just way down to the lowest, but you still feel it, you know, push like pushing you and pulsing you through the song. So just another another piece where the elements are switching contexts and by by switching context just subtly enough, it, it, it sustains your interest. I dig that. Fetty Wap, who knows what he's going to come up with next, but I'm really enjoying his surprising reign on the top five of the of the pop charts at the moment you were saying this is a very uh this is a different kind of summer anthem and i I find that pretty pretty refreshing absolutely it's not it's not what you expect in terms of a very clear love song with total universal themes and an upbeat major tonality it's a little more subversive than that it's the same thing right it still is a love song with universal themes and it does have a major tonality and it has an upbeat rhythm but it's subversive just enough by having these minor elements and these the rhythm, which is kind of uh, not not your standard EDM four to the floor kind of thing. Thank you, Fetty Wap, for uh, bringing a little little summertime blues, making the the heat a little sweeter. Yeah, from turning on the AC. <laughs> I don't know if that metaphor made any sense. <laughs> it doesn't need to. Uh, and thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been Switched On Pop. And we missed you. Help us, though, navigate the the labyrinthine maze of, of summer pop music. Tweet us. Switched On Pop on Twitter. Email us. SwitchedOnPop at gmail.com. Stop us in the street and say, hey, you got to hear this song. This is, this is my summer anthem. Sing it to us, for sure. Hold up a, a boombox outside our window. 
You can find more episodes of Switched On Pop on the iTunes store. Please leave us a rating there. It really helps. You can also find episodes on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and any other place that you find your podcasts. Our internet home is www.switchedonpop.com, except there are three W's. I only said two. Nate Sloan is our executive producer, um, head of payola, and corporate strategy. Charlie Harding assembles all our dream catchers by hand, edits, produces, plays the hell out of a Telecaster guitar on each of our episodes. And wait, <laughs> I think I can edit that into something legible. Support for Switched On Pop comes from VibeCheck. If you need more of my friend Sam Sanders in your life, then you'll want to check out his new pod called VibeCheck. Each week, Sam and his two best friends, writer Saeed Jones and journalist and producer Zach Stafford, make sense of what's going on in the news and culture, from foreign policy to how to heal from a breakup. Every Wednesday, they check the vibe of what's going on in the world and how it all feels. It's like your favorite group chat come to life. Listen to and follow Vibe Check wherever you get your podcasts. You're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.